Hey, it's Josephine. And it's Maya. And this is People Like Us. People Like Us. The podcast. This time with better quality. Ooh, Yay, finally. We've prepared. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that last episode was a little bit hard to listen to. Honestly, like me editing it, I was like, <laughs> but that was the second time we had recorded that episode. And I was like, I can't, I can't, can't do it a do third time. No, no, no. It was like beating the Oscars with a, yeah. with a dead horse. It was a struggle. I know. That and like, I feel like our conversation changed every single time we, we yeah. talked about that. But I felt like we were expanding our ideas and like yeah, it's realizing like the new more things. you thought about it, the more you could talk about it, mm. and the deeper we got. Yeah, but it's fine if you don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, we promise next year. Next it'll year will be better. better. Next year will be great. But today we have our March favorites. Yeah. So yeah. We're putting this in a mini serve. Yes. Yeah. One that previous episode included like all time favorites yeah. as well. And this one, I guess, yeah. is just down to the month. I think, like, yeah, now with our favourites, um, I was about to say favourites videos. We aren't YouTubers <laughs> yet. Um, now with our favourite, like, podcasts, like our monthly faves, I think, yeah, mini-sos probably going to be best. And, yeah. And I like the idea of mini-sos. Nice and short. Yeah. Just a little, just a little something to keep <laughs> you going throughout the week. Yeah. I think also, like, putting the the faves mini-sod um in the middle of the month, so that way you guys can kind of, like... Catch up. Catch up, but also, like, you guys have enough time to fall in love with what we're, like, what we're in love with. True. And I always, like, I make, like, a monthly playlist, and yeah. I feel like that playlist is, like, the total, like, tone of my month. Yeah. And Same with me. Yeah, and, like, I save all of them, so when I go back and I'm like, oh, yes, this is what December felt like. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. Um, I think we both have, like, mostly music favourites this yeah. month, which is fun. Because yeah. that doesn't happen for me. Yeah, we have both have um, monthly playlists now. I have my first ever one inspired by you, Josephine. Yay. But um, we're going to, like, put links to both of our separate playlists. In the show notes. Because I feel like we both have very different moods. Oh, yeah, 100%. And yeah. when we mix them together, it, it made, like, a really funny playlist. Yeah. Like, it's nice to put it on shuffle and be like, oh, that's different. Oh. Yeah, I'd be, like, listening and suddenly have a song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I'd be like, Yeah, it's Joe. mostly my fault <laughs> for making it really weird. But no. do you want to go first? What's um, your with March my music? Oh, music? Why do I have a hair in my eye? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is the devil tormenting me. It's fine. Um, monthly faves. Um, I'm going to start off with the person at the bottom of my list, Beck. In case mm. you guys aren't aware, I went to my first music festival last month and um, – I got to see Beck play, and basically his album Colors is the only thing I've been listening to. I think I've talked about him before. He has, like, a different genre for each album, and seeing him play, he, like, went through all of them. It's like moment, Panic at the Disco when they yeah. have, like, a different theme yeah. for each album. It's really cool. Colors is smart pop music. I feel like you, whenever I say smart pop music, and I think I said that quite a bit, like, last <laughs> I feel like you know the it's free real estate. I feel like that vibe. <laughs> it's smart pop music. It's like low key um, pretentious, but you're not wrong. But like it is. All the songs kind of 
I don't know, they mix very well together. Um, I've been listening to it, so it's kind of just one massive blur for me now. But um, especially his song Up All Night, which um, is the only thing that I listen to, like when I'm on the train now, because mm-hmm. I don't have Spotify Premium. I kind of just put it on a loop and I just sit there and I'm just like, damn, I'm a tough boy. (laughs) But I don't know. I just love Beck at the moment. I love him so much. Um, Also love the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack because he like curated that and Mm -hmm. he did like the Ramona song. So I love Beck. Please go listen to him. Even though he's a Scientologist, just do it. Um, Otherwise, um, fell in love with the monkeys again this month. I, I just love them. Mickey Dolans is my spirit animal, and I would die for him. It was his birthday this month as well, so I thought that I'd throw them on. But okay. I have I have their song As We Go Along on my March playlist, and it's actually the song that they use in the Ladybird trailer. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. Um, my sister pointed that out to me, thanks, Sidoni, but um, I kind of I grew up with the monkeys, like the TV show, even though that – came out in the 60s we had like the two box sets so mm-hmm. I grew up listening to like all of that kind of music and so I've just really fallen in love with it again um prefer Mickey Dolan's over Davy Jones R.I.P but still I love them um otherwise I've been listening to a lot of Okie Dokie which is again it's the best band name ever right um I love their song called Wavy Gravy but my favorite one of their songs at the moment is Coffee Boy which is really cute. I fell in love with it last autumn, but it just feels like such an autumn song. Like, all of my songs, I think, like, fit my mood for autumn. Mm-hmm. And today feels especially autumn. It's, it like, does. pouring rain outside, mm-hmm. which is kind of gross. But it's a little bit chilly, but still a bit humid. At least humid. It's not 40 degrees. No, at least, yeah, thank God. Um, otherwise, I've been listening to a lot of Leisure. Um, this song, um, oh, my God, I just had a massive mental break. I think it's called Know You Better. It's really, really good. A smart pop music. Take a <laughs> shot every time I say smart pop music, honestly. Twin Peaks are a big autumn mood for me. They're kind of like modern Rolling Stones. I would die for all of those boys. I listened to um, a bit of Twin Peaks this month because there was like a playlist on Spotify mm-hmm. that was like for Finn Wolfhard's band Calponia, yeah. but like it was before they had released any songs. Yeah. But their actual one song that they released is pretty good. Oh, but really? It was like, I can't listen to him sing like, really? at all. There's this one word that he pronounces really weirdly and it pisses mm. me off because it's like the first, one of the first words yeah. he says. But yeah, it's like a playlist inspired by like the tone and sound yeah. of that band. And like there's well, a lot of Twin Peaks. Twin on Peaks, um, they produced the Calponia EP and they recorded mm. it with them. Thing I just briefly, I have a bit of a problem with Calpurnia and just Finn Wolfhard's <laughs> band in general. I'm just gonna go over this really Why? quickly. Like, good on him for making music. I want to know who wrote the songs. Not that I'm saying like they're a shit band because they don't write their own music. We don't know that. But um, I just have a problem because they're ripping off the Twin Peaks tone, and I feel like Finn Wolfhard is trying to sing the same way as one of the lead singers in the band and that really bugs me because that kid's probably got a really beautiful tone and like he could do amazing things if you got a vocal coach hire me but um 
I just, I'm just like, oh, just be yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. Don't try and write music like another person. But I mean, so if hard. Twin Peaks are so involved in their recording, yeah. their EP, they were probably like helping them, yeah. influencing them a ton. Yeah. So like, I'm not super surprised. But it's more the fact that just like. I think it's yeah. the enunciation. He's got to fucking fix it because in that song, oh, I don't even remember what the word is. Because the thing is, I got like 20 so seconds annoying. into that song and I had to stop listening to it because I couldn't stand <laughs> Finn Wolfhard singing because I was like, you're not the lead singer of Twin Peaks. Just be yourself, kiddo. Just He's at an impressionable age. Yeah. Also, side note, mm. um, there was an article about how the Stranger Things cast are getting wage bumps. <gasps> And there was, like, three different tiers of, like, actors yeah. and, like, the different wages they would get. So the top tier was um, Winona and Harper. David name. Harper. Yep. So they were, like, tier A, and they were getting, like, 300000 an episode. Nice. And then the second tier was the four boys, like Finn, yeah. Caleb, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then the third tier was um, Natalia Dyer and Charlie Heaton. Yeah. And there was no mention of Millie. So I'm assuming she's tier A, but they couldn't say that because she's not on the tier as, like, the other boys. Whoa. But you know that her manager's Where's getting her thing? something a bit up. I guess, I guess she's, like, tier three. She's not, like, as important Yeah. Yet. But I was like, hmm, hmm. interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that was a major hmm. side note, but continue. Hmm. Now I'm going to be thinking about that all day. I know. Oh, my gosh. Um, otherwise, my other favorite um, – album at the moment is by a girl called Hayley Hendrix. I found her really recently and the album or EP, it's like, I think it's like seven songs. Mm-hmm. It's called I Need to Start a Garden. Um, favorite songs on that is um, The Drinking Song, I think it's called. I can't remember names today. And um, her other song, The Bug Collector, I listen to that when it's midnight and I'm in my room and it's raining outside. Or if it's not raining, I'll put on a rain track in the background. Yes. And I will listen to it as I fall asleep because it's a <laughs> big old mood. It's, like, just really beautiful. There's beautiful a website music. called, like, Rainy Mood that, like, puts different, yeah. like, settings of different types of storms. Yeah. And you can arrange, like, the different sound oh levels gosh. to make it whatever you want. It's really nice. There's also one that, like, does, like, a coffee shop ambience <gasps> yes, sound. Yes. That one's nice. Oh, I like my gosh. It. Yeah. Okay, what about you for music? Oh, my God. Let's start this. I need to read what I wrote because I've forgotten. Um, Okay, so the first one is from, uh, I think, in February, like, last month. Mm. We both watched The Sinner, which is, like, a limited series. I love that show. It's really, really good. But there's, like, a main song that they focus on, which is, like, the main character's, like, trigger for, like, her repressed memories and she kills someone. But it's, like, a really good song. It's called Hugging and Kissing by Big Black Delta. It kind of makes me feel weird when I listen to it because I know that it's like in my mind I've associated with that specific murder and I'm like this is kind of wrong but it's a it's a bop it's yeah like I could listen to that on repeat and it's like like, really loud it's really nice to listen to I wonder if like if you're at the beach and you hear someone playing that your head's just gonna like (laughs) snap around God. I'll probably be like, hey, but I won't kill anyone because that's mm. wrong. I'll just make sure that, like, there are no knives on that beach and you aren't cutting up hair for your son or Very anything. smart. Yeah. yeah. Take precautions. That song is a bop, though. It is. Um, I listened to the the rest of, like, mm. that album by Big Black Delta and it's pretty good. It's It just doesn't live up to the, to that the, the level. Yeah. I was just like, no, okay. Mm. Um, the next one, oh, my God, literally came out, like, two days ago. Mm. It's... 
a mashup of Found from Dear Evan Hansen and Story yeah. of Tonight from Hamilton, and Lynn and Ben Platt do a duet, and, like, all the proceeds are going to help, like, um, it's that charity started by the Florida kids, like, towards yeah. gun reform. But it's a really good song. Like, honestly, two of the most, like, inspiring songs from both musicals mm. blended really nicely. There's something, like, there's a really specific feeling that I get when I listen to just, like, really good show tunes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's, like, when they hit every note so nicely and the harmonies, like, are so perfect, I'll just sit there, like, my face in my hands and be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I love musicals. But oh it's really, gosh. really good. Yeah, you played it to me, and I was like, you're going to make me tear up before class, dude. Like, I know. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And, oh, it's great. Anyways. Um, go listen to it. Go listen to it. It's on YouTube and Spotify mm. and everything. Mm. Um, the next one, okay, so it's called Kitty Girl. It's actually a RuPaul song, but they remixed it for the finale of All Stars 3, which mm. was last week. It was very stressful. Mm. Um, side note, Shangela should have won. But anyways. <sighs> It was, I get really nervous for, like, the final songs when they have to, like, write their own lyrics because sometimes it can be so, so terrible at Roxy Andrews All Stars 2. But, um, like, nothing will ever beat Ruji Wrote You despite Roxy Andrews. Yeah. But Kitty Girl actually did a really, really good job. Mm. Like, I kind of want to show you because, like, the choreo was on point. Like, um, Kennedy singing. Didn't know she could sing so well. And then Shangela's fucking killing it, even though she didn't win. And then um, Trixie, oh. I love it. Like, to be honest, even Bibi's part, I'm not a massive fan of Bibi, but, like, her part's pretty fucking catchy. Yeah. Um, go listen to that. It's great. Okay. I'm going to show it to you yes, after this because you need do. to watch the whole yes. video. And finally, my last favorite is Trixie's new album EP thing. It's called One Stone. Mm. It's really, really beautiful. The only country folk drag singer. And she's number one on iTunes <laughs> literally everywhere. It makes me so happy. But... Songs that stand out is Soldier, because she wrote it for Katya, yes. who's back, by the way. Oh. Makes me really, really happy. Um, and she has a podcast, <gasps> so we're all podcast sisters. Yes. Um, Soldier, beautiful. Mm. Red Side of the Moon, like a yeah. lesbian anthem. It's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And it makes me cry. Like, it's it's like a song about, like, this girl mm. called Judy. Oh, it makes me cry. And uh, she also released, like, a... A music video just to celebrate the new album. It's for Break Your Heart. Yeah. She plays like this weird doctor surgeon, and then it's it's great. Yeah, you need to watch it. Like after you um, were telling me about the album, and then we were talking about it yesterday, and you were like, kind of reminds me of that country boy. <laughs> I love you. That's literally been stuck in my head because every it's time I see it, I'm head like, true. Trixie, I like Brian. Like Brian is the country boy that I love. Mm. Honestly, I woke up with that going through my head, and I was like, "Why <laughs> have I got this spine going through my head?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, Trixie." Oh yeah, Trixie, yeah. you can tell. Ugh. And like her old, like her older EP was like t- these both were supposed to be one album, and so it's two birds and one stone. And <sighs> I don't know why they didn't make a whole album because that would have been the best album mm. in the world. But also, two birds is really great. Yeah, if you want to listen to that. Yeah. yeah. Next. That's music. So now we're going on to movies. Yeah. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of film that I haven't already talked about last month mm-hmm. because I'm lazy. Or maybe it's because I have too much of a life. You decide. I don't know. Um, sure. But I did watch um, like two weeks ago on iView because I missed it while it was on TV. I watched um, the ABC 
maybe TV movie Riot, which was mm-hmm. on during Mardi Gras, and it was about, like, the first Mardi Gras and, like, the lead-up to it. And, like, I'm not a huge made-for-TV movie person, especially if it's Australian, and I wish that I was, but majority of the time they're just shit. Yeah, I don't but disagree. this one was done so well. I fell in love with all of the characters. I cried. I was sitting in my pajamas just, like, eating, like, some yogurt just crying mm. just being like you all deserve so much more and then i'd be like oh don't worry mind they're not real characters and i'd be like but they are this <laughs> actually fucking happened and then i get really sad all over again but it was just beautifully acted um edited really really beautifully good soundtrack well rounded characters and i think like it was just good just watch it so like, it was like fictional but based on um, real stories? I think it was as real as it could be. Oh, cool. I think there was some dramatization, but I don't think that there was a whole lot. I think just some, like, parts were probably tweaked mm-hmm. just to make it fit better for, like, TV and, like, as a movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, that happens, like, in all movies that are, like, yeah. based off real events. Um I don't know. It just it just really moved me. And, like, I think especially after Mardi Gras anyway, I was pretty angry. Um, I wasn't, a, like, like, the commercialization of it really irks me now. And I wasn't really that aware of it last year when I was there. Mm-hmm. So, like, actually seeing this film, like, made me realize, like, everything Mardi Gras originally was. And, like, I guess, like... It happened, like, they went through all of that so that way we could have it better. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, I didn't know about any of that and it's just, like, I had to watch on ABC made-for-TV movie. <laughs> but beautiful film. Please go watch it. Um, if you cry, well, then you have tear ducts. <laughs> um, otherwise, I've been really getting into Joan of Arc at the moment. And I watched this one Joan of Arc documentary that was on SBS, and I love it. Like, one thing that made me kind of want to turn it off was the fact that I think she was, like, very kind of religious. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing is, like, during the time, she's kind of just, like, despite whether or not you believe in, like, God or, like, not, during the time everyone kind of did like that was the central focus of everyone's life so it's just yeah. like you need to like she like went in she said you need to separate whatever your personal beliefs are and just like get into the mindset of the time just like Joan of Arc said that she was seeing like angels but just like during the time they weren't questioning whether or not she was telling the truth they were saying like trying to decide whether or not she was seeing the devil or if she was seeing angels and I was like oh damn that's really really cool but I've been like in love with Joan of Arc this month would die for her, given the legal opportunity. In a past life, I like to imagine that I was, like, a French village peasant girl who was in love with Joan of Arc. Just like, Joan, don't go to war. And she'd be like, I have to. I'd be like, but I love you. And she would have been like, that's gay. And I would have been like, yeah. That's what I like to imagine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've just been – I've been watching, like, a kind – like, kind of a few documentaries. Um, I also went back and I rewatched this documentary. And, honestly, I can't – don't know why I don't know the name but it came out a couple of years ago when I was like in year 11 we watched it then and it was on the SBS channel and it's about the Romanov family 
Oh, yeah. And it's about the sisters and um, them growing up and, like, their downfall. So I just – I've been really getting into history this month. I don't know. Just, yeah, I've been trying to, like, find some good female historical figures to try to educate myself, so I've been watching just a lot of documentaries. But Documentaries are so good, though. Yeah. Like, I love being educated mm. and informed yeah. in a fun and entertaining way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been that. Um, also rewatched Scott Pilgrim as well. We were talking about it the other day. I went yeah. and I watched it um, – watched a bit of it last night on my laptop and I I just love it. I love Brian Lee O'Malley. I love his graphic novels, probably like some of my favourite books of all time. Scott Pilgrim, the comic book series, iconic, love it. Um, it's just a good film and yeah. Beck does soundtrack and I just, I just love it. I don't know why, but I used to really, really hate um, Brie Larson's character in it, Envy Adams, and then I read, like, the comic book series, and I was like, oh, Envy Adams is my favourite character in this now, and, like, re-watching the film last night, I was like, I want to be Envy Adams so bad. Like, I totally forgot Brie Larson was in Scott Pilgrim. The thing is, though, like, Metric, the band, um, like, if you don't know who Metric are, look them up, they're pretty iconic, um... They wrote the song that she sings in Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and when you get the soundtrack, it comes with the metric version. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, although it's like the exact same song, I prefer Brie Larson singing it over the lead singer of Metric. So I had to illegally download. I'm sorry, at the police, I had to illegally download the Brie Larson version so I could listen to that instead. But um, another film that I watched really recently, I just this is all coming to me right now. I rewatched it again because I was bored and I love that movie. Understandable. Yeah. 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 What about you? What have you been watching? Well, you talking about documentaries reminded me. I also watched um, the LA 92 mm. documentary on Netflix about the riots after Rodney King yeah. was beaten. And that was, like, intense oh, to watch. It, yeah. would, like, made me so angry because, like, it was a lot of – it was mostly just, like, found footage and, like, news that was on at the time. Yeah. And, like, they set the scene. There was, like, heaps of context given. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like I just know so much more about it now. It's really, really, really interesting. It's pretty brutal to watch because, like, you basically see everything. Oh, yeah. And, like, the riots were so insane and, like, so many people died. It's just really intense and makes me trust the police so much less because mm. those policemen got off so easy. It made me so mad. Yeah. It's also about choosing the correct jurors. Oh, my god! Which makes me really mad. When we do our O.J. Simpson episode, yes. that also relates because they also chose the wrong jury members yeah. because they were way too sympathetic. Mm. But anyways, um, the main... Film of the month for me yeah. was Annihilation. Uh-huh. I snuck this into the Oscars episode really subtly, <laughs> subtly. Um, but oh my god, everyone needs to watch it. It's like so so mm-hmm. good. It's um, the same guy who did Ex Machina, and there was another film that he did a while back. Oh, it was like um, I don't know what it is. Never Let Me Go. It had like Kira Knightley in it. Yeah, yeah. It had a super interesting concept. But basically, he chooses really cool and like original scripts yeah. and stories. And this was like completely female driven. Mm. Besides Oscar Isaac, who I love. 
Um, Wasn't it based on a book as well? Yeah, it's based on a book. I heard, like, the book has, like, some slight differences, but I also heard that the film is creepier, which Mm. I really did get. So it's, like, basically about this weird mystical big cloud thing that's, like, eating up parts of the world and, like, it's, like, expanding. They call it the Shimmer because it's, like, so beautiful. It looks like a glittery hallucination. It's great. Um, But then they send, like four, five female scientists into the shimmer to explore and, like, find out what's causing it, like, what it's what it's yeah. there for, if it's, like, an alien that's trying to attack them, whatever, because every time they send, like, soldiers, they never come back, except mm. Oscar Isaac. What? Yeah. And so Natalie Portman is the lead, and she plays Oscar Isaac's wife, and then it also has um, Gina Rodriguez, Tessa Thompson, and that other lady. I totally know where she's from, but she looks really familiar. Yeah. But it's so freaking good. I love a good sci-fi, and I love when a sci-fi is done really, really well. Yeah. And just all the female characters were so great. They all had, like, plots. Like, they all had backstories. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Developed female characters. Get us. Just, like, the art direction was so Mm. amazing. Like, I could have dreams in that landscape and just be forever happy. Yeah. Anyways... Yeah, I'm watching watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's great. Um, I went to an advanced screening of Love, Simon. I won some tickets. I was pretty nice. pleased with that. Um, but, yeah, Love, Simon was really cute. Like, yeah. it it wasn't the best film I've ever seen. I walked out of it just like, okay, cool. But it was nice to see. Like, I cried so many times, though. Like, yeah. don't get me yeah. wrong. It was nice to just see, like, a queer character on screen and, like, it was a diverse cast. I really liked it, minus yeah. the fact that it's played by a straight white boy, but whatever. Yeah. We're going to ignore that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's so sweet to hear, like, all the stories of, like, people being inspired to come out. Mm-hmm. Like, the main actor's brother came out yeah. recently. And I was like, that's nice. See, it's nice to, like, have representation. Yeah. And it was, like, really sweet. I love when Jennifer Garner plays, like, mom characters. Right? She gets, like, good. Yeah, she gets, like, a mini sort of... A call-me-by-your-name-dad moment, kind of? Sort of much lower in quality. But, you know, Michael Stuhlberg does, like, a great job in calling by her name. Yeah. You can never live up to that. No. But I still cried at her speech. But she tried. Yeah, she tried. She tried. (laughs) And also, like, supportive parents in an LGBT film and a, like... Love it. And in life. Will immediately make me cry. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if they're, like, supportive parent characters or even unsupportive parent characters, I'll cry either way. Mm. Just gets me. Um... And last but not least, I watched um, What We Do in the Shadows. Yes, oh my god. Because <laughs> they yes. added it to Netflix. Uh-huh. And I also went on like a YouTube binge of like Taika Waititi, like oh, all yes, the videos off. on YouTube possible. I've watched them and I rewatched What We Do in the Shadows. And <sighs> I want Taika to make like 50 more films. Right? Taika is who I want to be when I grow up. Like, Honestly. Like he just seems like the most fun loving dude. Yes. And his humor is like so funny. Mm. I can't deal with him. Anyways. <sighs> That's that's all my films for this month. He's he's like my favorite vampire in that movie. I know he should. As well as Peter. <laughs> Peter is oh, fucking God. hilarious. Um, I didn't have any TV shows this month because mm. I've either just continued watching Homeland or caught up on <laughs> Oscar films. So you, it's um, all you. Well, you just reminded me. Um, should I put this in my all-time favorites? But I didn't. But 
What We Do in the Shadows was co-written by Jermaine Clement, who's mm-hmm. half of Flight of the Concords. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah. 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 And I, he's in it, isn't he? He's not. No, he's not. Because um, I, I remember I looked up one of the actors and he was in Flight of the Concords. I yeah, it's Jermaine God. Clement and yeah. Ray Starby. You're probably thinking of Ray yeah. Starby, the werewolf guy. Yeah, yeah, He plays the manager. They're all like, they're like, Flight of the Concords is Brett and Jermaine and they are in New York and they're trying to become famous like musicians. Um, and Reese Darby is their band manager who also works at the New Zealand consulate. <laughs> and it's just beautiful watch it. The music is great. We love um, comedic genius. Yes, it's so good. Like, I love their song Hurt Feelings and the entire David Bowie episode changed my life. Like, the amount of times I've used David Bowie told me to do it in a dream as an excuse <laughs> for me doing random shit, like... That makes me think, like, what we do in the shadows is such a good comedic, like, yeah. duo to write something. Yeah. Oh, they need to make more. Aren't they making, like, a TV show based on what we do in the shadows? I fully I wrote about that. I fucking hope so. I'm like, so excited. I need it now. Yes, <laughs> yes. Otherwise, um, again, like, I've been watching... I've been watching all the, like, the TV shows that... I grew up watching, started rewatching Brady Bunch because I love it. Um, even though, like, the biggest, dumbest white family imaginable, besides, I guess, the Trump family, <laughs> except these ones are actually peace loving, so, like, go off. Um, I, I just love the Brady Bunch. I'm just like, oh, I love the house, I love the clothes. Marsha annoys me. My family hates Jan Brady, and I feel like I have to keep defending her. I think maybe it's because, like, they were just like, Maya, you're a bit of a Jan. And I was like, Oh my God. I'm the Marsha. I'm the oldest. And they're just like, mm, Sure, Jan. I was like, <laughs> Stop. But the OG Brady Bunch, really, really good. Just forget the last two seasons of the show, not worth watching. And just watch all the vacation episodes. So good. Love it. Also, started watching a little bit of the goodies. I don't know if you know that show. No so it was idea. like, these are like the shows that my dad grew up with. And when we were kids, he would buy like the box sets of it. And we would like just obsessively like binge watch them, like me and my sister. Mm-hmm. And the goodies was this British TV show about these three, that these three comedians wrote. Mm-hmm. And kind of like a sitcom, but like not really. Something crazy happens in each episode. It's, I don't know. I just love it. First ever episode that I watched was called Kitten Kong, and it was where they accidentally create, like, the Godzilla of cats, and it starts destroying the UK. So good. Set design, great. Like, for the 60s, -hmm. the special effects are amazing, and it's just really, really funny. And sometimes I'll put some songs in there, too. I just just love them so much. Sometimes it's really weird to see, like things from mm. like decades ago still yeah. like hold up yeah and then you look at some bad cgi today and you're like come mm. on get it together like blade runner was made in the 80s and it looked like it could, it could have been made yeah yesterday yeah it's just like it's bizarre i just ugh, i love it like we have like jokes about the hoodies in um my family that my sister and i still kind of continue like this is one episode where they um become pirates mm-hmm but they start, like, a pirate radio station in the middle of the sea, and Same. they have, like, a giant submarine, and they're, like, 
they only have one album and it's a walk in the black forest and so like whenever that song runs out they flip over like the um the record and they're just like and now we're walking the forest part two and for some reason when you watch it it's the funniest thing that's ever happened and i just like we'll be sitting in the car and like we'll be like oh what so what song are you gonna play and it's like a walk in the and i just i just die i just love them so much otherwise i've been starting to watch the monkeys again the first season has gone missing so it's just the second season which isn't as good as the first one but again, I would die for Mickey Dolans. He's my style icon. He's who I wanted to be when I was a little girl. I wanted to be the drummer of the Monkees. Um, amazing songwriter. Just again, like random crazy stuff just happens every single episode. And I just love it. I love rediscovering my childhood at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. And the Magic School Bus. But that's all I've been really watching. And Grand Designs. I don't even know what that is. I've seen it on Netflix, though. Grand Designs? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It's like a makeover um, show? It's not a makeover show, no. So this guy, it's kind of like where, um, watch the UK version. Every other version, crap, don't watch. The UK version, um, I forget the guy's name. I think it's Kevin MacLeod. I, I don't know. I don't know his name. It's just a film crew will go to a building site and document the building process for people who are building, like, their own houses. Like, people sometimes do, like, the whole historical, like, redoing the house and they Mm -hmm. do it exactly the way that it would have been, which is really interesting. Or, like, they'll be building their house from scratch or they'll be building it out of, like, environmentally friendly, like, products. And it's just, like, the building process and it's, like, them tracking, like, these amazing, like, houses like, sometimes they're, like, so, like, it's so hard to believe that, like, someone could build it. And I just, I love it. I just, I just love it. I love watching it when it's raining or when I'm doing yoga. And I can just be sitting there and, like, um, downward dog, just saying, like, you should have gotten a fucking site manager, Brian. <laughs> like, this happens every single time. And I like to try and guess how far of a budget they're going to go. I should have done in like design like architecture but i'm too lazy it's like an upscale version of the block it is it's the block but good and not a competition they're just competing with capitalism and the market aren't we all competing with capitalism next time (laughs) um okay what what else the food category i have nothing for um well do you have a favorite meal at the moment like what's what's the meal really you don't have any no, I've been I trying can't to think of anything. Well, I've been trying to become Anthony from Queer Eye mm-hmm. so badly. So I've started meal prepping for uni. I haven't today because because we're in uni so often. I'm lazy. It's like we have no choice. Otherwise, we're gonna go broke in like mm. three seconds. Yeah. yeah, I like have gotten really big into like these two YouTubers, Cam and Nina, um, who are like a vegan YouTube channel. In case like you aren't aware, I'm vegan. Um, <laughs> not by not by choice. It's kind of it's been thrust upon me. Yeah, vegan. I mean, I'm veg. I was. I've been vegetarian my entire life, so cooking's always been like kind of something that we do in our family because a lot of the time, like especially growing up, there wasn't a whole lot of vegetarian options out there. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of just us just figuring out what the heck we're gonna make. And my mum always kind of involved me in the cooking process, mm-hmm. but 
found out I'm lactose intolerant last year, which explains a lot of my life's misfortunes. Fun. So I've been, yeah, I've kind of cut dairy out of my diet completely. Occasionally I'll eat Parmesan cheese, occasionally, because it's so good and I love it. But otherwise, Cam and Nina have just, I just love them. I love them so much. They just make really, like, simple, easy vegan food in such an aesthetic way. And they also do, like, a lot of, like, wellness and mindfulness, like, videos as well, which is really, really nice. And they talk about having, like, a healthy relationship with food, which is probably something that I've struggled quite a bit with my entire life. But I like now, even though we have uni at night, which sucks, um, I like being able to, like, make myself, like, a really aesthetically pleasing breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, Cam and Nina would be so proud of me. I love them. Just check out their YouTube channel. It's so good. Otherwise, celebrity crushes. You have quite a few this month. I do, but we're also running out of time. Oh, so I'm, I'm just going to narrow it down to, like, one. Oscar Isaac is my yeah. number one. Like, yeah. from the Oscar moment. Ha-ha. The ha. Oscar moment. Ha-ha. Just him at the Oscars. Where's his Oscar? Where's his Oscar, to be honest? Um, and just like him in Annihilation, I was like, yeah, mm. that's that's a man. Mm. That's like, yeah. yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, that's it's a just, man. Yeah, that's a man. Mm. You? <laughs> um, I've fallen in love with um Suno Rigo. Um, Fancy? Yeah, Foreign. she's French. Ugh, she, I don't actually <laughs> know if she speaks English. But I I love her. She was in the Beck Up All Night music video, also been in a couple of French films that I've started watching recently, but I'm trying to find a website that has the subtitles to go with it. But okay, it's fine. Um I think I pronounced her name right. Sulo Rigo. Yep. Or Celine Rigot right. for you Australians. Check her out. She's very beautiful, and I would die for her given the legal opportunity. <laughs> I, I, I love her. Okay, I'm going to skip the last category, and yes. I'm just going to recommend you three podcasts yes, go off podcasts. to try and get this under an hour. Yes. Um, the first one, The Bechdel Cast. Yes. It's great. It's run by two ladies, and they talk about the treatment of women in different films. Yes. Each episode is a different film. The best episode so far that I've listened to is the Black Panther episode because <gasps> they get two guest comedians, one of whom does the best impressions mm-hmm. I've ever heard i was like cackling to myself yeah. on the bus it looked terrible second one <laughs> is a piece of work it's um hosted by abby jacobson if you what? watch broad city i need to watch that and she gets like quest love to guest on and they talk <gasps> Wait, about are you kidding yeah no i'm not kidding and they talk about modern art and why things are made that way yeah the one i'd recommend listening to is the episode with quest love called how Questlove learned to love the silence. It's about, like, the paintings that are, like, literally just one color and look really simple. Yeah. But there's so much more than that. It's really, really great. And the third one is called By the Book, also run by two ladies, because not enough podcasts are run by ladies. Um, we're changing it. We're changing the we're game. Changing. Um, they're two ladies who take, like, a self-help book every, like, month or so and will live mm. by the exact rules for, like, two or three weeks yeah. and then come back and talk about Oh, How their cool. life changed a little bit. That's really cool. Yeah, it's really funny as well. Um, I forget what it's called, but they did an episode that was a book written by one of like the Real Housewives. Oh, and my it God. was intense. It was it was a lot of like love yourself, but also be prim, proper, and amazing and elegant. It was really really funny. Queer Would right? recommend. <laughs> okay, that's our monthly favorites. Yeah. Sorry, we ran over time. I didn't realize. No, it's fine. That's fine. It's all good. Yeah. Um, See you for the next mini-sode or real episode. Yeah.
One of those. One of them. Bye. Bye. Bye.